Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chickdays. Managing the business side of farm transitions is often easier than managing the people side. This is the word from Monica Kramer McConkey. She's one of two rural mental health professionals contracted by the state of Minnesota. She consults farm families on the relationship and social aspects they go through during a transition. Monica describes herself as a farm girl, now farm consultant, and your family's farm transition was pretty smooth. But not all farm families are so lucky. Oh, yeah, not at all. We've been, so our family farm is a a fifth-generation farm, and each generation has, you know, looked a little bit different through the transition process, but it's been relatively seamless, where many of the families that I'm involved in helping them through this process, it's not quite so seamless. There's lots of bumps in the road, lots of emotion, lots of feelings, and so it it takes some time to sort through it. It starts with the generational divide. The older generation and the younger generation don't always see eye to eye. Absolutely, and it's, it's often perceived that one or the other is being resistant or being stubborn or Um, selfish, but there's so much more underlying those um, thoughts and decisions. So communication is key in the process. And some of the things we love about each generation are oftentimes what poses an issue. You know, we think of our older generation as very proud. Um, This farming is their life, their identity, and you help people get through that. Yeah, you know, one of the things we see with the older generation that's often seen as resistance by other people is that this operation has been their life. I mean, for for many of them, they've grown up, been born on this farm, grown up on this farm, t- taken over this farm. So they've dedicated their life to this operation. The thought of not being a part of it anymore brings up a lot of issues like around their life's purpose and what do I do now and and am I you know am I meaningful am I useful and and so that often underlies some inactivity that may look like resistance to moving forward because they're grappling with a huge life change And then on the other side of things, our younger generations, you know, they're hungry. They want to make changes. Um, They have that excitement that, you know, also can be seen as um, imposing. Oh, absolutely. They they do. They have the energy. They have ideas. They they want to see things running more efficiently. They want to expand. and that that definitely comes into play with the generational divide because the older generation's at a place where it's kind of like, oh, we've worked this hard, we've gotten here, we can just kind of be consistent where the younger generation's ready to go. Um, one thing I suggest in to help that process is for the younger generation to really ask some good questions to the older generation about what was it like when you took over you know what did you want to do that grandma and grandpa were like nope we're not doing that you can't do that and how did you navigate those changes and it helps them understand that they're both going through the same thing and as you already said communication is key and it's about bringing everyone to the table that's where it starts 
Absolutely. All the players in the game that are directly involved in this transition need to be at the table. Um, if they're not, it just causes issues. So you try to meet, you try to make decisions to move things forward. Somebody's not at the table. So you go home to your spouse, let them know we're working on this. We decided this spouse says, no way, this won't work. And then the progress that was made in that meeting is really for naught. So it's like all the players have got to be at the table. They need a voice. And oftentimes when they get around the table, you were kind of explaining to us it's not always the farm transition. That's the issue. There's other grievances uh, that are underlying factors. Absolutely. So family dynamics, right? Sibling dynamics. So you may have things that happened 20 years ago and somebody's still holding a grudge. Somebody's still, you know, got some emotion around something they felt was unfair. And, you know, that that on some level needs to be dealt with. But it also needs to be seen as this is a business and we're making business decisions and we need to keep our mindset in a problem solving um, you know, we need to keep in a problem-solving mindset versus letting emotion take over. Another point uh, that you make is that oftentimes change isn't happening because there's a roadblock, and you kind of have a system to promote change. Why don't you share that with us? Yeah, so through a, a it's called motivational interviewing is a tool that many counselors use to help their clients make change happen. And within that framework, there's something called the ICR change model. The premise of that model is that three elements need to align in order for somebody to move ahead with change. And one is I, and that is that they need to feel like the change is important. Um, the C is confident. They need to feel confident in their ability to make the change. And the R is ready. They need to be ready to make the change. If even one of those is, is not in line, it may look like resistance. That change may not be happening. It may cause frustration. But maybe they're just not ready. Or maybe they're not confident in how the heck are we going to deal with this debt with the next generation coming in. And so that's holding up the, the process of transition from moving forward. Obviously, you're there to help figure that out with families. But um, as you said, the, the key is communication. There's other tips that go along with that to help this process move along smoothly in a timely manner that makes sense. Why don't you share some more of those tips with us for ha having a smooth uh, transition and keeping positive relationships? Sure. So... Um, Obviously, there needs to be meetings set up. There needs to be transition meetings with all the players in the game. During those meetings, it helps to have some ground rules set up around being respectful, not interrupting, not blaming, you know, keeping focused. So that helps people feel able to communicate. I also use communication styles assessments and personality assessments. So it helps us understand why people operate the way they do. Like why some people can't make a decision right away and other people just like shout out their answers and, and don't take time to think about it, for example. So those assessments are good. Um, you know, taking, taking time to understand and talk about what is the, 
goal or mission of this farm? Do we want it to continue for another generation? Do you know what? Why are we here? Let's take a look at the history. Let's get out the pictures and tell the stories. And it's just important because our farms are a legacy and that's what drives a lot of the emotion behind these transitions. As you work with families across the Midwest, at this time when input costs are high, when there's some international tension going on, I guess what are you seeing? What are some of those big questions and is transitioning getting even more difficult? It is really difficult and one of the things that holds people back holds the older generation back is that is that um, unease about what happens to the debt you know how do we not set the next generation up for failure in this economy and so I I really um, encourage people to access your farm business management people or your extension people or whatever other helpers are out there that will walk next to you to navigate that aspect, the the economics of it, the legal um, aspects of a transition, because it's overwhelming to go it alone for sure. And where can people reach out for more information from you, from you know their state? Where's the best place to get resources? Um, generally, for like I said, extension farm business management are really good programs to tap into. Um, I can give my number and email. You can talk to me. I work with a lot of farmers around the family aspect. So my phone number is 218-280-7785. And my email is monicamariekm at yahoo.com. And so, yeah, feel free to reach out. and those are those are just some starting point ideas. There may be other organizations or entities that are really geared towards helping families transition. So you have to kind of put some feelers out, talk to other farmers who have gone through a transition and find out who they worked with, what worked well for them. That's Monica Kramer McConkey with the state of Minnesota helping families transition the farm and maintain good relationships with one another. She also has her own consulting firm, Eyes on the Horizon. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.